Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. All right, everyone, welcome back to another week of the Other Everest uh, with Allie Stone and David Irvin. We are so excited to have you guys back. Um, it feels like it's been a real <laughs> adventure lately, um, a bit of an adventure for us actually to get podcasts taped. <laughs> We've been so busy and had so many things going on, but then we get to sit down and do these podcasts and we're so excited. So. Just want to let you all know we love you. We're happy to be here and we're excited to get into this today. So yesterday, (laughs) David and I had a conversation about uh, the presidential debate in the United States. And I said, whoa, (laughs) I'm not sure if we should talk about politics (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) That might go a little crazy, but he had a very interesting point about how uncivil (laughs) this debate was. Now, if you saw it or if you didn't see it, I'm sure you can imagine how it went. (laughs) And um, I think that there's a really important piece to not being connected to our authenticity when we see this in other human beings. So I'm going to let David start off the conversation today and kick it off with this. But uh, this has really got my my mind rolling around on this, and I think you're going to find a lot of value in the conversation today. So hi, Dave. It's nice to see you. Hi, Ali. Thank you. As usual, great introduction, and we are thrilled to have this opportunity. And we are not, we will not cross the path or get into the arena of politics. This, we are not political people. That is not our passion in life. It's not our calling. However, when we see something happen in our world that gets triggered, that triggers us, there's an opportunity for growth. 
and I want to explore that. And just before I go down that path, we should just say how grateful we are that we have filled this masterclass. One of the reasons why we've been so busy is that we've been taking care of the people who have been signing up for our masterclass and we've been, we've been busy preparing for it. Our three month, six session uh, masterclass that starts uh, next week. And so we're, we're beginning now to take a waiting list for the new year. And we'll be starting that masterclass again uh, on January the, the 14th in the new year. But let's go back to incivility because this is, we saw the, the ultimate incivility. Um, and I'm, you know, you've heard me say this a lot, Ali, that circumstances don't determine a person, they reveal a person. You know, we're, if we're afraid in this pandemic, the pandemic didn't create the fear. It just revealed the fear that was already there. Now, there's legitimate reason to be fearful, but when we get neurotically fearful or when we get immobilized by fear, and I don't want to pathologize it, but when we are really stuck in fear, it's just being revealed to us. What we're seeing revealed to us these days is a degree of incivility. We see it on social media. We see it in grocery stores. We see it in the, in the um, I'm going to call it often in our community, the war against people who wear masks and people who don't wear masks. Yeah. And, and we're, we're just seeing a prevalence of incivility in our society. And I'm going to go back to Ivan Pavlov the Russian physiologist who showed years ago, probably a hundred years ago, showed us the stimulus response. And, you know, I think we're all aware of that, but basically what he did is he held out a piece of meat and a dog uh, salivated. And then he rang the bell and at the same time that he held out the piece of meat and then the dog salivated with the bell and then he took the meat away and all he had to do was ring the bell and the dog salivated. Well, that's called stimulus and response. And for the mentality of a dog or even in the developing brain of a child, you have the phenomenon of stimulus and response. But a sign of maturity, Ali, is when you have a space between stimulus and response so that when you say somebody made me angry and we use that as an excuse for getting angry, we're reverting back to an immature brain development that says, I don't have any power here. Uh, you know, and if I'm a dog, I don't have any ability to make a choice to say that's a bell, not a, not a piece of meat. So I'm not going to, my brain is not going to register salivation. So it's an indicator of maturity. If you do something that triggers anger in me and I'm able to say, I'm triggered right now, but I'm not just gonna react and treat you disrespectfully because I feel anger towards you. I'm gonna step back and I'm gonna create this space between my impulse to get angry and my action to get angry. And the space is what's called maturity because we recognize within that space that i can respond differently than my impulse directs me to respond and that's an indication of maturity now we saw immaturity at its finest at the presidential debate that's what we call immaturity 
that's functioning in a very immature way. And it's not an indicator of what we would call good leadership. So when leaders are stressed, and I have been guilty of this, you've even seen this in me, where I have been stressed and I brought that stress into the relationship with my team. And that's immaturity and I need to take responsibility to clean that up and learn how to, boy, when I'm stressed, I need to go and deal with the stress. I can talk about it, but I don't need to act on my impulse. I can stop pause, create a space, and take action before I impulsively act. And this is, again, I'm coming back to, not only is it civil, and, and, and the guiding principle here is how can I treat you respectfully and with civility in the context of our relationship? Because by definition, if it's disrespectful, by definition, authenticity is both honest and respectful. And I can't use the excuse of being authentic if I'm also disrespectful. That is by definition not authentic. It has to operate from a struggle between those two values. Yeah. I think that, um, <clears throat> you know, you're talking about this response, this stimuli response and um, stopping and, and taking that space my first thought when you say this stimuli response is that it's primal. So it's like um, an automatic trigger. And, and um, if you, so I guess I, I want to roll back to <laughs> what I always say, but is that if you don't take the time to become aware of what the trigger and the response is, you can't do anything about it. So it stays pretty primal. <laughs> so you see people, you know, um, who do the same thing over and over have a habit, right? That they can't break because it's it's just so ingrained. It just becomes second nature is how I like to describe it. So the same thing happens with our emotional behaviors. And I see that a lot. And I, I've been that person as well too. And been uh, afraid to shine that mirror back at myself. And I think that that's a really, really interesting piece. And so you're talking about... Um, how this how uh stopping and and taking that moment is maturity and so the word that comes into my mind too is presence so it's like maturity is presence and it's having the awareness to say hey whoa i actually i'm not even sure how to respond right now <laughs> so i'm not going to respond until i do something that i'm going to authentically feel right about right and um I'm sitting here saying it, but it's so hard. <laughs> like you're in a situation and somebody's pushing your buttons and poking at everything on you and you're just like, right? And you just, you want to like rip your hair out and to have that moment of maturity is hard. So <laughs> Dave, what do you do? How do you, how do you get that awareness and how have you brought yourself to a place where you can become aware or you know, like you're talking about how sometimes it happens and you're not and you know to circle back. And I think that's really important too and can be a whole nother piece of the conversation. But what's your strategy for becoming aware? What are you doing? Well, the first thing, Allie, is a great point that you raise. The first point is to realize none of us are going to get this perfect. Yeah. But our definition of authenticity is that we have a commitment to be aware. That, that's where it starts. I have a commitment to be aware so that my actions bring the world forward. 
bring our team forward are are better for the team i have a commitment to do that and you know what i'm going to do it imperfectly but i'm not going to hide behind excuses and i'm going to be committed to being open to feedback i'm going to be committed to learn i'm going to be committed to have that space you're absolutely correct that this is a primal response and when we're under stress and when we're going through a crisis and disruption the disruption of what we're going through in the world today it's reverting us all um let me say it this way there's a tendency whenever we're under stress to revert back to some primal ways but what we're talking about here is a commitment to fight against that and to say okay my tendency is to go back to a primal way but my authenticity calls me to take a different path which is on higher ground which says i want to learn how to respond more appropriately even though my impulse is just to be disrespectful and just and just uh, spew. But just be aware that when we spew and are uncivil and disrespectful and hurt anybody with our voice or our fist, it means that we have reverted back to an old behavior, and we need to we need to be committed to cleaning that up. Mm -hmm. and to changing that and to stopping it. The other thing is that when your emotions take over, it is extremely difficult because you, you revert back to a reptili your reptilian brain mm -hmm. when you go into that stress or, or, or uh, a stress response of fight or flight. And it's very understandable why we want to go into that fight or flight. It's a biological response. But what we're talking about here is a very strong commitment to override the emotional impulse and to say, I will not give myself permission to do that if it's going to hurt myself or somebody else. There, yeah, it's like the authentic choice. It's the fork in the road. Right? Are we going to take the authentic uh, path as a leader or are we going to revert back to behaviors that didn't support us in the past? And um, the unfortunate part, too, is I just want to say this, is that it's kind of, what's the right word? It's kind of like fantasized, right? Like it's everything in the movies, it's everything you see on TV, and now you're seeing it in a presidential debate, debate real life. It's kind of crazy. So to choose to take this fork in the road and take this authentic, journey as a leader requires something that I call authentic courage. And so it's not the courage to get up and bungee jump off a cliff. It's the courage to live within your values and to live from a place that makes the world a better place and to move forward from your heart <laughs> with love and care instead of hate and anger. So those emotions are always still there, the other emotions, and you definitely have to work through them. But it's a choice that we make every day. You know, people say to me, oh, Allie, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but they always say, oh, Allie, you're so positive. Like, I don't know how you do it. I could never be like, I make a choice every day. I don't, it's not always easy, but I'm not going to come out and spew <laughs> this negative stuff all over the world because I'm having a, a hard day. I try really hard to find my safe place of people that I can talk about that with, move through it, 
and come back and be centered in this journey that I like to call the authentic journey. And I think that's what actually makes it so beautiful because you're putting this incredible thing out into the world that's connecting humans on a level that quite frankly, I don't think many of us know is possible. You know, it's so interesting. I had some time with one of my uh, colleagues and really my mentor, one of my mentors, Lance Secretin yesterday, and we were talking about the word mastery. And one of the assignments that he, that I, he gave me for the week is to write on a sticky note, the word mastery, put it on my computer screen and reflect about what I want to develop mastery in this week. And, you know, we typically think when we talk about mastery as some kind of skill of, you know, learning some athletic prowess or some business skill or something external. But, you know, actually what, I'm, what I am focused on mastering this week is the very thing that we're talking about. It's becoming a master of my emotions. And it's not the same as suppressing my emotions and pretending just because I want to be mature. It's about having the courage to not impulsively act on those feelings, step aside and deal with them constructively, share them, name them, write about them, talk about them with my community so that I don't contaminate the relationships that I'm in compulsively or uh, impulsively rather. And this is, a, this is a skill of mastery to be absolutely committed. And it is part of the journey that we're talking about taking this authentic journey. And I love the fact of how you call it uh, authentic courage, because I'm telling you, it's not the way of the culture. The culture is, I, I wonder sometimes if we don't have a culture of adolescence. And I say that with great respect, but uh, of, for adolescence, because I think sometimes we're actually below the mindset of an adolescent where we're just impulsively acting on emotions and social media has not helped us with this because it's given us a, um, a venue, if you will, to just spew. And it's not, you know, and again, I come back, children don't, a young child doesn't have the capacity to say, you know, if a four-year-old wants to have a temper tantrum, they're, they're, no four-year-old has the capacity, their brain isn't developed yet well enough to say, I want to have a temper tantrum, but you know, uh, dad's not in a great mood. So I think I'll just hold off for a couple hours until dad's in a better mood. Well, it's, un it's unheard of to expect a four-year-old to do that. But we have 40-year-olds that are behaving in the same way, that are reverting back to having spewing temper tantrums. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's about contaminating, and it's uncivil, and it's irresponsible, and it's immature. Mm -hmm. So we really are committed to take a path that's, again, the road less traveled, um, to go against this uh, cultural norm that said it's okay to just spew. And we, it's not helping our state of mental well-being to live that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, in, in, in all honesty, I'll just share a little vulnerability. But before we got on this podcast, I was emotional, right? Like... And so I knew coming onto this Zoom with you today, I had two options. <laughs> I could stuff it down or I could tell you how I was feeling. We didn't have to get all immersed in it or enmeshed in it. But if I didn't share with you how I was feeling, you would have known the energy was off somehow because we work together every day, right? So um, there's, there's a certain level of uh, sharing and vulnerability that comes with that authentic journey, but then there's also finding those places to work through those things and deal with them and knowing that those emotions are real and not pretending like they're not there because it's all, it's all wrapped up into this 
ball of yarn <laughs> that you work through your whole entire life, right? So, and, and, and I feel great now, right? I didn't feel like, I don't feel like I hit anything. I feel like we've had an open, honest conversation and I'm having super fun on the podcast and not feeling like I'm trying to pretend like something didn't happen. So uh, I think that is the, that's like the reward. That's the little, the little emotional reward for taking care of yourself too, right? And you took five minutes behind the scenes before we started this. You had you got a little teary and you shared some stuff that was going on and you were real and you were honest. You didn't spew and contaminate our relationship. I mean, your emotions could have potentially yes. gotten in the way of our relationship. And you just, you, you, were, you named it and you claimed it. You know, it's, it's, it comes to mind about just one, just before we close, if you read my blog this last week, you would know that I had this conversation with a person this week. One of my colleagues, I haven't talked to her for a while, and she said, how are you doing, Dave? And I, and I gave her the spiel about, you know, I, you know the, I was positive and upbeat, and, you know, talking about how I'm reinventing my business and how I should have done this years ago. I'm giving the party line. And it was all real to, to a degree, but there was something underneath it that I wasn't saying. And she said, no, but how are you really? She said, Dave, this is on the phone. You don't have to wear a mask. And it was very profound. And so I just dropped down a level and talked about how I miss, I certainly don't miss the airports, but I miss the human contact. As you and I both know, our work is about hugs and handshakes, mm -hmm. just like your work is in the hospitality business. That's, I'm in the hospitality business because we, you know, we host events and I'm there with people and we break bread together and we eat, you know, we share together and I miss it. And so yes. we had this little cry together and we were real with each other in a, in a contained, helpful, supportive, caring way, yeah. not in a harsh, uncivil way that that could have turned to. And we all need friends in our lives, a community in our life that we can be real with. Yeah. And when we have that, it's so incredible. All right. I, I feel like that was a great podcast. Thank you for that enlightening and live in conversation today, Dave, and uh, can't wait to see you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.